Welcome to the Ether. Today is Friday, March 24th, 2023. Today on the Ether, Penelope Picklebottom discusses dismissing all false allegations of previous association with Doe Quan. Let's take a listen. All right. Um, have you, are you in the, uh, in the group call, Penelope? Have you, uh, can you hear? Yes, yes I'm here. Great, great. Um, I see we're filling out a few, maybe we'll wait for a few more people to join before we make the statement. Yes. Just before we give our statement, I want to say I'm disappointed in the false allegations that have been flung our way. The people perpetuating these things, the people proliferating these false allegations of any association with Luna or Doquan are liars. Yeah. Um, you know, as the CTO of this organization, I'm, I'm really deeply troubled by the, the baseless ac- accusations that have been made against us. Um, and I, I just want to make one thing very clear, which is that LunkDAO is committed to the highest standards of integrity and ethical behavior. And we conduct our business in a very transparent and responsible manner. Uh, and we take allegations of wrongdoing very, very seriously. So... Uh, I just want to make that extremely clear and abundantly clear from the start of this uh, Twitter space, which is recorded for uh, legal purposes. Anyone who enters this space and says something that could be construed as insulting to Lunkdao or misrepresentative of the history that has occurred will be dealing with our lawyers. Okay. Uh, with that being said, maybe let's just kick off. Let me just see if we've got the email here. So. Uh, yeah, so I think we need to start by saying this Twitter space is for informational purposes only. It should not be relied upon as legal financial and tax advice. No legal financial or tax advice was ever given in any Twitter space privately held. Uh, participants are responsible for seeking their own legal financial and tax advice for ensuring that any actions they take are compliant with applicable laws and regulations. By participating in this Twitter space, you agree to indemnify and hold harmless all participants, including the organizers, moderators, and speakers, from any claims, damages, expenses, or liabilities arising out or in connection with your participation or reliance with any clarifying statements made during this Twitter space. Now, could you please translate that in every other language? Um, you'll be able to download a transcript and translate it into your local language. I will place the burden of that upon yourself. Um, and by listening to mm-hmm. the space, you are accepting the terms and conditions. And any failure to comply with these terms and conditions may result in legal action. Uh, we look forward to your participation in the upcoming Twitter space. Thank you. Uh, please, OX ears, you got to reveal the author of uh, this text, though, which is uh, Chat GPT, right? We have legal representation, which I've paid top dollar for. Uh, I will not be revealing the identity of my lawyers. However, they may be automated. I removed the troll. Um, so that was a nice natural start to the space. 
a really natural and, and easy way to sort of get into things uh, in the current climate. And I think a lot of people have been um, throwing around these weird rumors Hold or on. these weird accusations. Can I declare? Oh, please. Would it be okay if I declare? <laughs> please declare. I would like to hereby declare that any statements made in the past, in the present or in the future, were purely for entertainment purposes. And they should not be relied upon for any kind of legal, financial, or any other decisions. Any views expressed by me in any of these spaces or held by the hosts or the guests do not necessarily reflect any of the opinions of Lunkdow. We are merely employees. We do not have anything to do with this organization or the opinions of the organization. Reliance on any of these statements uh, made at any particular time in history, present or future, are made at your own risk. They have nothing at all to do with the people here. Ideas are completely separate from people. Yeah, um, my Twitter page is satirical account. Um, and I think that everyone knows that and it's abundantly clear. It should not be relied upon as a source of serious information or advice. And any information presented at any time, verbal or written, by my Twitter account is intended for comedic purposes only and should not be construed as recommendation to take any action or make any kind of decisions. I just wanted to make sure that what jurisdiction are we following because I'm talking from North Korea. So I just wanted to make sure that we all stay on the same page. There have been false allegations and rumors have been made. Uh, libelous allegations have been made about Lunkdown, mm -hmm. um, saying that we had in some way- Commercial defamation. Yes, commercial. It is frankly commercial defamation. Um, you know, we and, and we will be pursuing uh, several lawsuits to that end. Um, I will not name who because they will mm -hmm. prepare. That's game theory. Um, but Doke One has been associated with Lunkdao, and that is something that we take extremely seriously. Um, we have had nothing to do with Doke One. We do not know who Doke One was. We didn't know who Doke One was until today uh, when we saw something in the news. I found out who yesterday. Yeah, and it, and. A man who has been arrested for forging documents to be told that I have something to do with that man, to be to have accusations flung by competitors at me to try and steal my business, claiming that I know that man, the man who is now behind bars for good reason. That is disgusting. And I think I deserve full reparations for that. Excuse me. Does these rules also uh, uh, care about if you're a furry or an animal. Thank you. I think there are trolls in this space. Yeah, if you've got any questions or any comments such as those, um, please leave them in the comments where our legal representation will review those comments, um, mm -hmm. filter through them, ensure we provide adequate and appropriate replies to them that are uh, completely in line with the legal recommendations we're given at the time. Yep. All I have to say to what he said was, was number four. Number four. Um, yeah, number four. Number four. Uh, now, there's a man. There's a man I admire, CZ of Binance. He is beyond reproach. There's no way anyone would ever arrest CZ from Binance because they're doing absolutely nothing wrong. And so I, I stand behind CZ and his number four. And I say, good luck to you, sir, with your vast casino that spans the earth and provides regulatory arbitrage to everyone on the planet that will never, surely ever be taken down. 
I've just been advised by my lawyers that I retract that statement. That was entertainment. That was an entertainment. That was a satire. That was an example of a satire that this this account is known for. Uh, a lot, a well known, well known satire account, uh, evidenced by the laugh emojis that occasionally do pop up in these spaces. Uh, if anyone would like to just confirm, uh, in fact, I don't have to, you don't have to confirm by listening, by being here and listening, you accepted these terms and conditions. You're okay. You seem to have a sniffle. Yeah, I'm just upset. It is upsetting to be associated with a psychopath. These kind of mm. accusations can be smearing to a business, even if they aren't substantiated. The average person, the average viewer might not have the discernment to know that. And so it can be financially damaging. Yeah, I started Googling a bit about what this man Kwan had been up to since we'd been sort of associated with him. And um, this is a satirical statement I'm about to make. So the uh, the fact that he was building some kind of borderless programmable money that spanned the world, that sort of was outside of the state and uh, provided a, a new way for people all over the planet to get access to new financial primitives and uh, dollar, dollar backed or dollar pegged mm-hmm. stable coins. That's really interesting. And I think that kind of tech is what's needed. That's actually what Satoshi was looking for in his white paper, the original white paper, a payment, a payment platform across the globe, permissionless, decentralized, trustless, all the, all the points that were supposed to hit with crypto. And so it was such an interesting idea that I just thought I would make that satirical, satirical statement about it. That was how the scam was represented, it seems. And if I was to hear that mm-hmm. and use it and install the wallet and start participating in that ecosystem, I would probably have been convinced by it too. But I wasn't because I had nothing to do with it. I've only just heard about Doquan today. And he is a scammer, so I'm glad that people are protected from him. I think if he had been out there now and had been able to roam free as a psychopath, by the way, a spineless psychopath, because not only did he steal $60 billion, but he also abandoned his children. He surrendered himself to a life of jail in order to steal those billions of dollars. Now, what kind of man would do that? As a father myself of seven children, seven young girls who I had in two births, I would say that only a real psychopath would do that. Because for me, I would give up all the money in the world to spend time with my children. It wouldn't matter who I had to bribe. It wouldn't matter who I had to pay off. It wouldn't matter about paying back the UST smallholders. And yet he refused. And what does that say about his character? I'm just, I'm, I'm going to maybe stay a little bit open-minded because I've only found out about this man today. But the more I've read, the more appalled I've been. And to be compared to this monster, it, it, it reminds me of being compared to Stalin or Hitler or, or Mussolini or one of these horrible dictators of the past. And it is absolutely disgusting, which is why we are pursuing legal action. We want full reparation for damages. We have never tweeted about Luna and we have never tweeted about Doquan ever. If, if you were thinking we had, no, it was a different Korean man. It was a different Korean man. My family is, is from Korea. My wife is Korean. I have many Korean friends all around the world. Don't be racist. Yeah.
Um, I don't think I don't think anyone sensible or uh, intelligent fell for this this UST scam that I'm reading about here. I don't know why anyone would think that that was like going to work. I mean, I do know a little bit about algorithmic stablecoins and market making, just like irrelevant and not actually like relevant to to this particular program. I've never heard of Doquan before yesterday. Listen, but how, how do you balance a one dollar peg? Look, look, imagine a seesaw, right? Imagine you've gone to the kids' playground and there's a seesaw, except there's no plank and there's no pivot. How could That's that work? It's not a C or a saw. Right? It's what not a C or a saw. The kids just sit on the floor unhappy. Instead, in this case, mm-hmm. a man has come along and told the kids that they are, in fact, having fun, and they believed it. Perhaps yep, he's, a man... he's, he's plied them with LSD. Well, it's a man and uh, jump trading um, have turned up to the playground, and they've pointed and said, you're sitting on a seesaw. And they've gone, are we? And he's, they've said yes. And then they've literally gone and jump trading have picked up one child and Doquan has picked up the other child and they're moving them up and down saying, see, you're on a seesaw, you're on a seesaw. And everyone just believed them. Yep. Kanav, Carrier, head of Jump Crypto, Doquan, head of Chai, both are master hypnotist LSD. Uh, I don't know how they've administered this exactly, but they perform some kind of group wide population-wide hypnosis that has tricked a great many people. A great many people have become their victims. And sadly, what's happened now is those who have been involved with the scam have been trying to attack us because they are upset about the fact that they supported the scammer openly. And I think that's unfair. I think people should look in the mirror and face their own grotesqueness. You know, if if you supported a scammer, here's the thing. If you supported a scammer, it's only because somewhere inside your soul, you are also a scammer. You relate to them. If there was sufficient light within your soul, it would banish away that darkness. You would instantly recognize the oil within the milk that stains the whole mug before you drink it. Someone like me, if somebody put some black paint in my milk, I would not drink a single sip. It would look disgusting. Only if you have the demon, the devil in your soul, would you have drunk from the cup of Doquan. So in many ways, I blame you for it. I blame all those who are now trying to attack us for associating with scammers because they deserve all they had. And I think Doquan is only the first arrest. I think what's to come now is all of the influencers, all of the people who staked on chain. I think if you held it on Binance, that is less evil. But if you consciously moved it on chain and staked it with the intention of supporting the network, upholding all that Doquan wanted to scam with, that is disgusting. And there should be no mercy for you. Yeah, that, that really, when I was starting to Google search some of this and look up, you know, what is this scam? Who was involved? It shocked me. It shocked me how many people, people like, Professor Murray Rudd, he, tw- he was putting up weird, weird videos um, with a German man about how the price of Luna is going up forever, up and to the right, like forever. Literally, he was just like, yep, it's, here's my model. It's, it's up. And I, and I was like, this is obviously wrong. Like, what do you mean? Like, what, what do you mean up forever? That doesn't make any sense. It's clearly a scam. Uh, yep. I, don't under, I don't understand how it got to this point. I do really you want have to, no idea. Do you want to talk a little about the, the background of Murray Rudd there? 
just so people understand how he was pivotal in this scam. Yeah, um, my lawyers sent me. Uh, I, I asked. I asked. Can we get some some information about um, Murray Rudd and uh, you know what he's up to? Um, and and it was quite interesting because um, it seems like he wiped most of the content from his Twitter page. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's actually a consulting economist and an independent researcher who works on some environmental policy. Um, and so that immediately made, made, made me think like, what does this guy got to do with actual like economics, environmental policy? Like what the fuck? Um, but he's been at a whole bunch of universities, uh, doing all kinds of weird publications with he different strange people. He published a book with the Unabomber. <laughs> he did. <laughs> He did publish a book with the Unibomber, um, and that's a satirical statement. Uh, he also based, he basically published this list of ocean ecosystem-based management mandates and implementation in North America, which makes me think this guy had no idea what the hell he was talking about. Um, this is a man that showed up early on and seemingly devoted hours and hours daily to developing models to prove that UST would work. Where did he come from? Nobody knew. And yet he started to find places on major platforms such as the Thank You R podcast, the most well-regarded podcast in the terror ecosystem, which, by the way, of itself sprung up randomly. There seemed to be no incentive at all for Thank You R to start publishing this content or producing these elaborate um, PowerPoint presentations to pitch UST. And yet he was suddenly doing it. Where did that money come from? Where did the incentive come from to give Murray Rudd a platform? Right. It wasn't natural skin in the game. And I think looking back now, it's obvious. And it's obvious as well based on the actions that followed the collapse. Murray Rudd was nowhere to be seen, and Dan Kiwar was nowhere to be seen. Both of them are scammers. Mm-hmm. And just look at his CV. Can I just clarify? Dr. Murray Ludd. That was a satirical statement. It was satirical. Kind, it was the kind of statements that the, the trolls are levying towards me now with their false accusations, trying to tear down my reputation. Mm. It's ridiculous. You can't have a satirical space without having to clarify every single statement. It's satire these days. It's the legal kind of environment where it is. It's a very, uh, very, very um, dangerous time to be talking. But I will say this, Dr. Murray Rudd's CV is clearly fake and fraudulent because he lists his PhD in rural and agricultural policy Right. Yes. What's that got to do with anything? From the University of Wag Wageningen University yet in Gelderland in Netherlands. Like what? That's not a real place. I want you to do this as well, guys. Google Dr. Murray Rudd now. Go on Google Images and look at him. He lost his hair in the last nine months. Would an innocent man have lost his hair? Or is it maybe that guilt racks your body? Guilt makes you so nervous and so anxious and so shameful that your whole body quivers and your head, your scalp starts to calcify and the hair starts to shake itself out all over the floor with your nervous quivering propelling it. Yeah, imagine imagine your, your own hair being repulsed by the lies that you were telling and ejecting, just pressing the ejector seat and just That's it. popping off. It all falls off. In many ways, that the goodness of the heart is what maintains the integrity of the body. Yes. Um, there were loads of influences, actually. 
there were loads of influencers who were involved in this ridiculous scam um, that led people to believe they'd have infinite money forever just if they sit and they hold just sit and hold this these coins mm-hmm. in your wallet why don't, I don't we, understand why how don't this we works. turn the flashlight on some of them who are attending this space well there's a whole series of them i'm scrolling through this list here my god yep. maybe start I with feel the, like this god. jury would like to hear those start with those start with the highest later. follow account I'm not checking everyone's profiles to see who has the highest follower count, but I do see one man here, OIO, notoriously quiet, I'm told, in Twitter spaces, never speaks, never comes up to share his thoughts. But he did. He has. Isn't it and ironic? Seen it. Isn't it ironic that before yesterday, he always used to come up to be a speaker in spaces? And yet the last two days, he's hanging down there in listeners. Would that not be a sign of guilt? Why would Extremely he suddenly guilty. change his behavior in the last two days? I think there's only really one credible explanation, and we all know what it is. And how about this guy, Ryan Lyon? Ryan Lyon, who's changed his profile picture to be hexagon-shaped. One, two, three, four. Yeah, hexagon-shaped. Why would a man do that other than to draw attention to mm-hmm. the picture and not the man. It looks like he's trying to forcefully establish his NFT identity on another blockchain to divest himself from previous association with terror. That seems to be the case. That seems to be the case to me. Oh, look who's come scurrying up to the speaker panel. If it isn't our old friend, or person we've never met before because I've never heard of terror until yesterday. OIO. When men are guilty, they refuse to speak. I'm not a man, but if I was and I was guilty, I would not speak. I would play a song to fill space. Um, have, you, have you always identified as a, as a, I assume you identify as a woman. Uh, could you please clarify how should we, what pronouns should we use? I, I think in the last two weeks, the amount of stress that I've been encountering built up. And I think that, I think every human has a unique threshold for stress. And when they reach the edge of that threshold, they experience coping behaviors like maybe anxiety or taking drugs or drinking. And I think for me, my, my threshold of stress, stress had been so amped up, it had reached its edge so much that I just couldn't hold in my true identity anymore. It had to come out because for me, I'd always felt this, this pressure, this, this sense of needing to suppress who I truly am. And it was really the false accusations that happened over the last two weeks about being associated with this Doquan guy that started to crumble that sense of being able to hold myself together. You know, when, when I was younger, I had a friend with Tourette's and I asked him, how does, how, how does it feel to have Tourette's? Like, what is the experience before you have a tick, before you say fuck or, or whatever? What is the experience? And he said, oh, it's, it's, it's like there's a, 
a balloon inflating in your stomach and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and it's like your body feels bloated and uncomfortable and the only way you can relieve that is by letting the tick go letting it come out of your your mouth or your body and doing something and making a noise or something and he said you know you can you can hold it down but it just gets worse and worse and worse and worse and more unbearable until the pressure gets too much so like if i have a 5 minute meeting or something i can hold it together but then at the very end it's all going to come out i've got to let it go because it's just unbearable and I always like that description because it feels exactly the same for me. I've always felt myself to be a 13-year-old girl. And I think in many ways, the, the false allegations of the last few weeks have been a blessing because it's overloaded me with so much stress that I've been, able to, I've been unable to, to keep my own barriers erect. You know, I've had, to, I've had to crumble them. And I think that's a blessing because it's allowed me to accept myself. You know, in many ways, the imprisonment of Doquan and the trolls that have arisen who claim that I used to write lunar posts and Doquan posts, they are the, the fierce grace, which is a term I like from Buddhism. It's the, the grace, the harshness of life that reveals something special, some kind of wisdom. It's like sometimes in life you have a terrible thing happen and then maybe a few weeks, a few months, a few years later, you realize that, that terrible thing was exactly what created the circumstances for something good to occur. You know, that's the, the story of the maybe. There are so many stories in Zen Buddhism about this. The famous one is the, the, um, the, the guy with a horse. So uh, a young farmer and his father have a farm. And one day he's riding one of the horses and he falls off and breaks his leg. And, you know, he goes to his father. Hey, I've broken my leg. I'm, I'm in terrible pain. Da, da, da. The father says, maybe. The next day, one of the horses uh, runs off. And um, the son is very upset and he goes to his father and says, oh, the horses have run off. And the father says, maybe. And then the next day, the horse returns with four more horses and it goes like this back and forth, back and forth. And the moral of this story is that, you know, life is always a maybe. You can break your leg one day, but maybe if you break your leg, that means that you won't be enlisted for the army where you would have died. Or if you lose a horse one day, maybe the next day the horses will return and the farm will be full again. So I think in many ways I've experienced this, the, the arrest of Do Kwan and all of the things that have happened around it, the rumors that have been spread, the conspiracies, the, the horrible hate mail I've received, the death threats, everything like that has contributed to my self-acceptance. And I now see myself as a beautiful 13-year-old girl who's ready for her life, who's ready to go to high school. So thank you. That's really inspiring. And I'm glad that you're self-actualizing in this way. And I'm really curious to know what you'll be studying at high school and if you're excited uh, to go and meet new friends. And perhaps will you join a sports team? I'm, yep. I feel like he's just going through a hyperpolarization of his life uh, right whoa, now. Somehow hey, he can balance it. Fuck Jesus Christ, man. She. She. My bad, my bad. I believe she is going through hyperpolarization. Somehow, if she can just maintain that energy in her mind and somehow balance it and use this energy to motivate and take it to next level, I feel that this stimulus would make a great potential in future. So let's look at it in a positive way. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to going to my new school. And I'm looking forward to studying geography 
I've always been very curious. One thing I've always been curious about is we're walking around on the Earth, but how thick is the Earth's crust and where does the magma come from? You know, when you have a hill and, and that hill is, I think they call them, I don't know what they call them. You have a big hill and then the orange stuff comes out of it and it spills all over the different places, like in those countries in, in Southeast Asia. I want to know what that is and I want to know where it comes from and how thick the crust is. That I think that would be interesting mm -hmm. to study at school and also to draw. I want to draw one of those hills with the, the orange stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, um, well, I, I think a good first research assignment could be to go and, and, and go on Google and search for something called a volcano and maybe even make a model volcano. So like you could get paper mache, if you know what that is, and you could make like a small mm. volcano um, and you could paint it and you could put in some like some orange foam yeah. and you could make a little paper mache volcano. Yeah, what, what I was thinking of doing was was maybe um, getting some chicken wire fence stuff, you know, some iron, like some iron wire, and then forming it into the base structure of Volcala, and then maybe mixing porridge with glue and pouring it all over the, the wire surface and then setting it overnight, maybe using a hairdryer to set it, and then I can paint it afterwards and then bring it into school. And I think my teachers could be very impressed. Yeah, that's exactly how you do it. That's exactly how you do it. Um, yeah, well, uh, well, well thought out. Um, okay. Well, that's, that's great. Uh, Ryan Lyon, uh, do you have any children? Yes. How old are your children? My children is 19 months old. Congratulations. How has that been? Ryan, Ryan, I've, I've heard a story. Yeah. I've heard What's I've heard that you put your lunar wallet in your child's name so that if anything happened to Doquan, your child would be the one who's imprisoned. Um I actually put it in my wife's name for the same reasons. I think we've all wondered who to pin the the the, uh, the blame on uh, if we were to prison and uh I think I think that that's a fair thing to do is to, to pin it on a nearby family member. You know, they're the one responsible for this wallet. They're the one who carries the burden, the guilt and the culpability of actually having staked Luna. Like that's theirs. Look, she's holding it. It's in her pocket, not mine. Oh, Jesus Christ. So Do Kwon isn't even this guy's name. His real name is, is Kwon Do Hyung. So he's been scamming the whole of Twitter as well. Yeah, I'm, I've been so confused today because I joined Twitter a couple of years ago and I was just casually searching about the moon. And then I came across all these people talking about this lunar coin, which I thought was a fictional uh, currency of the moon in the future. And I've been participating in this two-year-long role play um, and I had all this chat around this fictional giant character from south korea called do do kwan and then and then today i was on bbc news and i, I saw that like it was it he was a real person that he'd been arrested and i was yeah honestly i was just i was just shocked really because the only app that i've got on my phone is is twitter so i was just participating in this 
in this role play and uh and now i'm just really confused and i feel sorry for anyone who's been affected by this monster's actions yep you're not alone ryan you're not alone i was promised a a seat in a wooden spaceship and and i was told that i'll be in the moon very soon but i see the spaceship is wrapped with a lot of balloon and a lot of full paper so now have to see what can be done to fix this mm. yeah I, i'm not a racist but i think it's it's obvious that a lot of psychopaths are coming out of korea lately and i'm not sure what they're doing over there in terms of their education but they seem to be to be manufacturing psychopaths and i think that must have some agenda i think many korean vcs have also been found to be investing in the parent company which owns tiktok so why would they do that why would they try to distribute tiktok over the usa over the west so much and why would they manufacture psychopaths and use them to create pseudo technology to dominate the landscape of crypto well think about it this way um penelope if you create the caricature of a stupid supervillain in north korea and everyone points and says haha look how stupid they are like obviously they're not going to do anything yes like they have no they have no power but the reality is that north korea is a puppet state that's been created to make us think that korea poses no threat south korea is actually the one who's pulling the strings and creating that sort of ridiculous distraction it doesn't even make sense um and then they're exporting all these things south korea is the real danger they're the ones who are interfering and uh what's the word uh um you know what i feel is mm. do you want to know how i feel all right can i tell you how i feel if you'd like to it's just a feeling it's not a fact go ahead then it doesn't mean anything that's all right i take that for granted please go ahead right you know in any any war there's propaganda or in any kind yeah. of society that is totalitarian or a dictatorship there's propaganda against some kind of group like um maybe nazi germany drew uh, horrible pictures of the jews or um even england drew horrible pictures of of nazi germany right to paint them as evil to to make sure everyone was invested in the war and and knew they had to to go and fight or whatever right this always happens in propaganda there are caricatures there's the representation of the enemy or a victim group as being somehow subhuman or evil or something like that here's my theory my theory is that korea feared the rise of cryptocurrency and my theory is that korea used doquan to create a caricature a mockery of what should be true cryptocurrency in the same way that nazi germany created a mockery of the jews i think that they did that deliberately i think that terra in its current form was a mockery of bitcoin i think it is specifically designed to undermine the whole idea of cryptocurrency by making it look stupid and i think it succeeded so well done korea you know well done for this whole act i think in in many ways they've this mockery has become so viral and it's infected the minds of so many people worldwide that they genuinely now see cryptocurrency as a whole as a joke 
And I think that's sad. And I think it's even sadder that we have been smeared by that as lockdown. I think that is terrible. I think me and you is we've worked harder than anyone. We've maintained a high standard of integrity and credibility. And to have that torn down by trolls who were invested in the scam only because they were so ashamed of their own actions that they chose to dissipate it by attacking others, that is disgusting. And I won't stand for that, which is why we're taking legal action with our legal firm, Denton's. Yeah, Denton's doing a really good job. Um, I have to say, they're doing an excellent job in helping us identify who to sue and for what. Um, but yeah, honest, uh, it, it just blows my mind, guys. You know, when you hear the story of a 30-foot-tall, rosy-cheeked Korean man who's going to make you infinite money, like, that's like what, why are you investing in this? It doesn't make any sense at all. It's clearly a caricature. It's clearly not a real person. Like, just explain this to me. You know, if I went and said, oh, um, the, the jolly green giant's going to make you uh, a thousand, turn your hundred dollars into ten million dollars if you just give him your money. Like, no, mm -hmm. come on, get real. Like, this is ridiculous. You know what's even weirder? After the scam, there were people who stuck around and started calling him Lord Do Kwon in some kind of respectful bow for his scam. Ugh, disgusting. Don't you think that is odd? Why would they do that unless Wild. they were explicitly supporting the scam and hoping for another one? Yeah, it seems that way. I'd say that's pretty grifty. I'd say whoever does that is, is, is pure grift. And do you know what I mean by grift? No. What do you mean by that? Um, I mean uh, the kind of people who would go and, and, and glorify a scam and then push it on and try and run it back right try and run the scam back on low iq like you know just desperate um toads and and stupid people who who just want to throw their rupees straight into our bucket we walk around so the, the company walk around and they go around like a a village in in, in north africa and in, in sahara and they bring their bucket and they'd shake it and say throw your money into the bucket and twice as much will come out. And they all go, well, what have we got to lose? What have we got to lose? So they all throw their money in the bucket and then yep. the, the people in their suits, they run back to a helicopter with the bucket of money and shout, you fools. And then they, they get taken away by a helicopter. Mm -hmm. Yep. In the, in the Saharan nomad tribes, they have a saying that is that a camel with two humps often has more water than a camel with three humps. Yeah, I think I think that's pretty apparent to everybody in the space. Did you really think the size of Doquan would indicate how much wealth you would get out of him? I was quite shocked today to see that he actually wasn't thirty foot tall. Unless, I think we've all been lied to, Ryan. Unless in Montenegro, I don't know much about Montenegro, but maybe they also have a lot of very large people in. Montenegro. No, I think we've been lied to. Who is spreading these lies? I think there are trolls out there. I think one of them is um, the Terabytes podcast. They're big trolls, that's for sure. Uh, the I was I was I was doing I was doing some research today after like realizing that this was all real. I uh, downloaded some other apps to my to my phone, and uh, I, I went on YouTube and I found a video of. 
of OIO from from over two years ago, where he called out that that this was all a money laundering scheme. Um, but yet he went on to then promote it for a, a subsequent two years mm-hmm. following. I just don't understand why he would do that. It's interesting that he's not willing to answer you. The thing is, OIO was right before anyone else. He smelt the scam before anyone else did. Two years ago, he was ahead of the curve. So I think he should think be. He was brought on the inside, like he was bought off. Yeah, I think that, I mean, like, look, what happens when someone finds out the truth like that? You know, either they, they sort of go down in flames, you know, they're like a whistleblower, or, yeah, they just know too much. So pay them off. Everyone has a price. OIO's price was silence. He was paid to never speak again in exchange for $10 million. I've genuinely never heard him speak either before or after that very moment, which is very interesting. I think Doc Wan has, he mastered his skills in hypnotizing people with his red chicks and and arrogancy and speaking well English and coming to abroad and get his education to show that people that he is highly intelligent and he has a lot of potential. And I believe that people were victimized by his charismatic personality and his is highly um I would say his his persona that people wanted to dig a little bit out of it and have a little bit satisfaction of holding mm. that. Do, do you see Do Kwan as an intelligent man or as a stupid man? I see Do Kwan as an empty, empty bucket. But how big is the bucket? It's a pretty short and thin bucket. It could, it could collapse. And... A thimble. It sounds like a maybe... One of those things you use to snuff out candles. He's a candle snuffer and a thimble. Well, he certainly snuffed out my self-esteem based on the hate he's brought towards me. He snuffed out my mental health. Didn't you take a mental health break lately, just before the scam, Mm -hmm. before the arrest? Yeah, Yeah, I did, yeah. Yeah, it was getting too much. It's getting too much. Um, too many people were accusing me of supporting this guy I'd never heard of. And I, I still hadn't heard of him. And I, had, I hadn't bothered to Google who he was until mm. yesterday anyway. But yeah, yeah people were uh, coming at me in my DMs all the time. Yeah. Like, oh, like, oh. And I was like, Jesus, like, you know, yeah. you, you open up your DMs and it's just like, oh. And you're like, fuck, geez. And so yeah. I, just, I just had to, I had to stop. I had to stop the noise. Yeah, I, I remember you told me. You said a Scottish man had called up your mother and her workplace regularly and had been been telling her that her son is a bad man. That is unacceptable. I think people should make a separation between Twitter and everything that happens here in real life. And I think when people you've entrusted to follow you and to be nice to you and make nice comments start to ring your own mother and, um, and heckle her, and tell her how disappointing you are as a son, even if that is true. It's not up to them to say it, right? Even if that is a true fact, 
that you are a disappointment to your family. It's not up to a strange Scottish man to say that. It's for her to realize it herself by being willing to objectively see who you are and analyze your character against criteria such as um, an employment criteria for Ernst & Young. Yeah, I, um, I actually uh, was phoned. Um, <laughs> so, so there was, uh, I'm crying. Um, so there was a guy uh, who was commenting and, and, and we're having a, a, a nice conversation about Rap Luna um and uh and he got very angry on the timeline i don't know why why he got so angry and uh and he said i'm gonna phone you i'm gonna phone you and i said how he says give me a discord mm. and i said all right you know i was quite innocent um i'm a very innocent guy and I'm, i sort of go for these sort of things and uh and he phoned me and he just screamed at me for about 30 seconds <laughs> and um yeah i'm crying and um <laughs> and uh, i recorded the whole thing um, yeah. and maybe we can listen to some of that together. Would, would you like to listen to some of that together? Yeah, I would like to, to listen to that. Okay. I would also like to listen to that. Do you have those old recordings when, when he, he kept ringing you and leaving messages on your answer phone about the, the tunnel and the broad shoulders? Oh, that was horrifying uh, as well. I don't know where that recording's gone. Or was it JG? It could have been. Who the fuck do you think you are? Hold on. G give a bit more context again. That came out of the blue. Let let's let's tell the story a bit more. This is a person who has been abusing Xeroxis for a long, long time and led him to have a mental health break for many weeks. In fact, he turned his whole profile black. This is not a joke. This is something that tore him down and made him feel unable to rebuild. And in many ways, despite him rebuilding his body, he's been unable to rebuild his mind. Yeah, it was a tough one. Um, it really was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back. And, uh, and I am a big camel, but I can only take so much. Uh, let's see if I can resume the recording. Let's grow! Don't fucking like me! Man the fuck up, you fucking wee saddle! How about that? Huh? You fucking damn. I'll fucking make your own life now. To you ain't no fucking listen. Shut the fuck up. Stop trying to fucking be white. Huh? You English fucking prick. Hurry up, or you get pumped two one last night. Did you like that, you fucking asshole? What? Right, go. Aye, hurry up, you fucking. <laughs> Oh, it's very it's, upsetting for me. This is, yep, this yep. is a, Seems a like... user called Let's Grow. They are also, by the way, the head of the Rap Luna community. So to hear that from someone who is right at the top in terms of the leadership of the Rap Luna community is especially hurtful. You know, it wouldn't be a problem if a homeless man had been screaming at Xeroxes because he has no respect for people of low socioeconomic status. But to hear it from the head of the W Luna community. That is horrifying. Seems like he could be homeless. His his sounds of saying the F word phonetics it seems a little bit off. Seems like he's missing his front tooth to lateral incisors on canine. Are problems. you making a comparison so, between the loss of front teeth and homelessness? That could be relevant. 
that could be. So. Oh, you boil my blood, man. You have no fucking empathy whatsoever. Uh, if I've seen you in the street, I would honest to God take the fucking head off your shoulders. You are fucking wrong! That's what I get every day in my inbox. Every single day. As a, as a it must have been so confusing, given that you had no idea at the time what yeah. Rap Luna was. Yeah, I didn't have a damn clue what, what any of this Luna stuff was. I thought it was like, you know, I was just talking to this guy, kind of trying to get into it. You know, I'm just an honest, an honest guy. And I, I sit on the timeline and I ask interesting questions to interesting people. And this man seemed very interesting. So, uh, you know, and he got, got into it and he just, he just blew up, completely mm-hmm. exploded. I suppose episodes like that have taught you not to be honest. Well, you'd think that, Dal, but um, I think I'm the kind of person who's uh, a glass half full at all times, and I always believe the best in people. And I think even if a man blows up and tells me he's going to take my head off um, and, and shouts and screams, that doesn't mean he's a bad person. It just means bad things have happened to him in his life. And maybe there's a chance that actually we'd be able to have a pint together and he wouldn't take my head off. And he wouldn't be able to take my head off anyway because I'd be much stronger than him and faster. And I also was trained very briefly in kickboxing. So there's absolutely no way he'd be able to take me out anyway. But even if he wanted to, but even if we didn't, you know, there's a good chance we'd be able to sit down and have a pint together and, uh, and that would be the end of it. But um, I'm going to sue him anyway. I'm going to take him to court for that, um, for that uh, voicemail. Because as we know in UK law, that is deeply, deeply uh, illegal to leave that kind of voicemail for anybody. Yes. Yeah, you could charge him for, for mental distress. You know, civil lawsuit yeah. would come mm. through his way. It's just, I think it's disgusting to hear that kind of behavior from an Englishman. I would expect it from a Korean, but not from an Englishman. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. A fake character, a caricature of a man like Do Kwan acts in that way, screaming and shouting and throwing his arms around, you know, Luna, UST, UST. And there was like some kind of a, a Broadway performance at a thing called T-Fi Alpha, where they had this like ridiculous, exaggerated performance. He was just like waving his arms around and shouting UST, UST, UST. And everybody was like, hey, it was like, well, obviously this is not like real. I mean, this is not like a real investment. Like no one would actually go and do this. It's just like theatrics, like overacting, like EastEnders, like completely overacting. Um, so I don't know why anyone would invest in this again. And, and anyone who did, I'm just completely baffled. Yeah, that, that whole episode, that, that Broadway spectacle reminded me of how Jim Jones was on the platform for his doomsday cult. Um, it reminded me, particularly near the end when he was desperate just before he killed himself, that, that kind of strange, quivery voice of, of desperation just he was trying to to summon up the last bit of support for some hopeful exit and then he moved off the stage and shot himself in the head that that it's similar kind of vibe to that pure desperation sickly um mm. i like to imagine that if i was in that room and i witnessed that i would have stood up to him and said no but i wasn't there yeah yeah. So in the same way that the People's Temple committed a mass murder-suicide in the jungle commune in Jonestown, Guyana, wherever it was in, back in the 70s, and in a similar sort of way, 
Doak one going to T uh, what is it called T Phi Alpha. Maybe he his plan was to do a similar thing. Who knows what was going to come next? Um, some sort of strange cult ritual where everybody throws themselves into I don't know in front of Gary Gensler's car or who knows what what is that alarm? I just had some breaking news come across my desk. I was wondering if you two had any comment on the uh, new allegations that Do Kwan is actually the code name for the uh, latest version of GPT, GPT-7 uh, that's been tested in the wild and all the pictures of his arrest are actually been generated with Midjourney 5. If this was all orchestrated by anybody, they would have to have access to AI gener photo generation capabilities, which no one in this space does. So it can't be any of, any of us who's done that, that sort of thing. I was actually wanted to add here that I had somebody on Bumble message me today saying, see, they got Do Kwan. And I said, no, it, it's stability AI. And then I was deleted. <laughs> I swear to God, this is a real story. <laughs> Oh, Jamie and Kayla got to get kicked. Why, motherfucker? You a dumbass. You know who you're talking to, boy? We're talking about you, bro. You're spamming the fucking Shut nest. Shut your ass up, boy. Shut your ass Shut up. Shut the fuck out, you nigga. You know who you're talking about? Some respect on my name, little boy. Sorry, Doc. Dr. Jamie. No, not Jamie. Sorry. Yeah, read it, Mom. Yeah, I was wondering what happened there. The guy just spammed like infinite tweets. How'd that happen? Yeah, can anyone see really the. See. I can't no. even see this. No, I, I, was, I was trying to remove them, but I think he's got some kind of bot or something to keep adding it. Can you help me remove them, Is I think yeah, I've banned him now. Ugh. So it should be finite. All right. I'll just sit here removing tweets from the nest. Well, I thought there were like a limit of about 16 or something. Maybe I'm wrong. Because he just spammed it to hell. Yeah. Seems like there's a lot. Seems like they keep going forever. There's three different accounts spamming the same thing. Is it? What's the other ones called? Hedge Fund and Kayla. Oh, they're just continuing forever. Oh, interesting. What have your sense? Oh dear. Looks like we can only bring people up we know and trust to come and speak. Otherwise they're gonna slam our nest full of shit. I can't even see the speakers. Same. Can't see anybody. Just this John Wick guy. It could have been worse. It was on like a, I don't know, I think it was one of Cosmos Joe's spaces and someone did this similar thing, but with some quite distasteful content. Um, so at least it's not that. Some kind of lunar shill posts. It was either that or like uh, graphic sexual content. Is there a limit to how many things you can pin at the top or is it just go forever? I don't know. Because it I've, seems to be forever. I counted twelve. I I've counted removed. 12. 
I've removed everyone who was adding it now, so I'm just trying to do it again. We're just cleaning out the nest, everyone. Thanks for, for your patience. We'll get back to the uh, Twitter space very soon. We just have to have a tidy nest before we can continue talking about how we don't know who Do Kwan is and we had nothing to do with him. And you should not have done or taken any action based on any of the tweets or Twitter spaces we'd had in the last year. Hang on. What is the benefit of spamming the nest with this this message? Just um... I think they're uh, they're they're petrochemical um, lobbyists. They're um, they're trying to advocate get well. They're trying to make us think electric cars are dangerous. So they've been paid like ten thousand dollars by Ford to come into this space and to spam like electric car fire videos. Fair enough. Did they know that also gasoline cars light on fire too? But okay. I don't think that's been recorded. I don't think it's ever been seen. Sounds like Slinks is also paid by the uh, electric car lobby. Yeah, you get Tesla shield down here. Christ, I didn't know this was some sort of proxy war, some sort of cold war between petrol and electric car advocates and lobbyists going on. And we're just trying to clear our names. Can you stop having some sort of weird political battle in, the, in our Twitter nest? I've I've probably removed like a hundred tweets now. So you lied yeah. you lied to me, Slinks. Well, I can only see what I can see, but yeah, I I went back and now it's about twenty. One. I'm still going determinedly though. I just want to see how long it is. Yeah. Yeah, like are yeah. your fingers tired? No. No, his finger goes on for a long time. I mean, I'm two fingering it as well. Yeah. I will feel satisfied when I finally reveal the speakers again. This is worth mm -hmm. it. How do, do you think that Mike, this, the the Mike Novogratz tattoo was real? Mm. Don't know. You would have to ask a tattoo yeah. artist. It looks real. Ask the um. The what's her name again? My crypto waifu guy person. My lewd crypto waifu. They're a tattoo artist, aren't they? They would probably know. Get her in here. I mean, it was it was terrible, and it's not been seen since. Who wants to get a tattoo at Cosmoverse in Istanbul, and a hair transplant? I'll get a hair transplant. We can do it together. Again. You don't need one, though. You've got enough hair. Nope. I've got loads of hair. But I used to as well, then it all went. Hmm. Yeah. I've been growing my hair especially to donate to your um, wig, Bruce. Yeah, your hair's pretty long, actually. I always forget, Ryan Lyon, you have you have long, luscious locks, and perhaps you could, um, like, get a what a little hair tie thing, and then cut just like a big a big ponytail, and then like cut that off, 
and then donate that so that coach can like glue the ponytail to the middle of the top of his chrome uh, shiny head. Yeah, I've I've had two haircuts in three and a half years now. I think we're nearly at the year anniversary of the last one. So um, I've been growing it ever since I heard about coach's um, balding issues, just in case he needs. Mm, thank you. A, a, thank you. Look what's happened now. I've, I've pinned a new tweet, and yet you still can't see everyone. I've been permanently eviscerated. Can you see that on your screen? We don't know who's here anymore. Uh, I can see the speakers. I can see who's here. I can see Ryan, Tebow, Slinx, Vlad. You mean Vlad. in the in the uh, in the main screen, or by scrolling through the people? I don't know what you mean. I just have. We Sorry. can't. We can't see any of the. Like all I can see is the nest. Oh, I can't see any of the. Speakers. So, like, if there are two ways to see people, right? Like, there's the main screen of the space where you see the little icons and profile pictures, and then at the bottom there's the people um, icon you can click on and get a big list. Yeah. Which Which do you mean, though? Like, I both, I, both, I both can't work. see anyone. I can't see anyone on the the main screen. Huh. Let me try and do something quickly. One sec. What phone do you have, Zero Xs? Um, I have a Chinese phone. Uh, Is it like a really big screen as well? <laughs> it's just a normal iPhone. It's just a normal iPhone. Is it an iPhone 8? No. Mm. It's... Uh, I don't actually know. It's a mini. Whichever one had a the, the iPhone, what is it, 12? I don't know. I have no idea. I think I need to get a new one soon. I can't. Um, yeah, it seems like these go on forever, man. This yeah. is really fun. I, uh, I can't see anyone on the, the space now, the profile pics. Huh. I, 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 can, I can. So if you want me to like um, take any specific actions, I can do that. It's just hard to see who our haters are when you can't look them mm. in the eyes. Yeah, we know Bruce likes to like stare at people's pictures as he's talking to them, and this is going to be really off-putting for It him. is really disconcerting. I do usually stare at little pictures. When I'm talking to Seth, your ears, I look at you. <laughs> I look you directly in the eyes. Goddamn. It's intense. Um, and I know we're having, I'm actually having a DM conversation with Anne at the same time. And she's adamant. I made a comment earlier about a particular university that was obviously not made, not real, uh, called Waginigan University. Um, clearly fake. And uh, she's linking me to the Wikipedia pages, but I, the, the links don't work. So again, more evidence that it's, uh, there's a fake university. I think we should get Anne up here as a, a Dokon apologist. I have invited her to speak. All right. Um, great. Well, I think, you know, is there anything else you wanted to touch on here, Dal? Or uh, <laughs> is there any other content that you wanted to cover or any other uh, legal disclaimers that you wanted to place uh, down and, and for everybody's, you know, information? Yeah, I, I think there are financial aspects of this. I think one, one of them is Doquan's bail. Sorry. One of them is also, can we pay off the Montenegro police? 
that can be financial. One of them is, can politicians in Montenegro be, be bribed? Um, and also, can politicians in South Korea be bribed? And if they were to be able to be bribed, where would those bribes be tradable? And how could retail investors access them on transparent public order books at fair prices? How would that happen? That that would be truly revolutionary. And you know what would be the best way uh, to bring that in that market to the public would be no. to combine. It would be to combine. I'll tell you to to bring together the the speed and the throughput of a centralized exchange and the reliability of a centralized exchange with the transparency of a decentralized exchange. If such an exchange existed, it would truly be revolutionary, especially if it oh. had some unique mm. markets that included debt, like you mentioned, and bribes, like you mentioned, I think that would be an extreme product market fit. And the only way I think you can improve this yes. is if you took the most seasoned crypto veterans with the extensive networks and abundant capital to fund that exchange and to catapult it into, into a, some sort of, like, imagine if it was already built. Imagine if it was already built with a crack team of crypto experts with a killer network with an incredible product which combine all the best parts of centralized and decentralized exchanges if that kind of project existed i would buy into it instantly mm. so you're you're suggesting that users no longer need to choose between security and transparency and performance are you also suggesting that if Luna coincidentally died at that exact point. All of the best in the Luna community could be directly transplanted into this new project. Yeah, that I mean that would be a coincidence, but it would be a very jolly coincidence because we that that team could transport the entire Luna community across to a new project now that the old one was destroyed forever. If if we were being honest, are you willing to be honest? Because I am. Uh, all right, I can be honest, but only to a point. Right. Well, if I become too honest, you can close your ears because I realize that capacity to be honest with yourself is the sign of a true man. And many people aren't ready to be true men, even if they will be later. And you can never rush that. Please be honest. <sighs> the lunar community, as is, they speak a lot about decentralization. They speak a lot about 100 teams. They speak a lot about not needing a leader because we are decentralized. And TFL has even begun to spout this. TFL has begun to say, oh, it's just a, a normal day here at TFL. Nothing has happened. Nothing has changed. We're just going to carry on. All the teams are very devoted to our own projects. But would you not say that all of that is a lie? Would you not say that in reality, 95% of people in crypto need a daddy. They desperately need a daddy who tells them what to do, who feeds them ideas, who funds them, who pays them a salary, who says everything will be okay, just carry on, believe in me. And would you not say that the daddy has now been exiled, he's been taken away, he's been confiscated? This today and yesterday is the confiscation of the daddy. And many, many people out there, 19 out of 20 people as a ratio, are going to realize that deep down, they crave a daddy. 
you know, I, I think this is the reality. And I think people have a different timescale of that realization. Some will realize it today while listening to me in this space. Others will realize it in one year's time when everyone has already gone. But I think ultimately they need a daddy. And I think I am ready to step up as that daddy, but not as Luna, as a new project. I think everything you said there was very relevant. I think that Luna was a bet on Do Kwon and now Do Kwon's in prison. There's really no reason to think that Luna's going to succeed. And in fact, you're exactly right. I think most people in this space aren't the entrepreneurs and risk takers they think they are because they rely and they really do suckle on the teat of uh, a father figure to lead them through and tell them everything's going to be fine and tell them that the price is going to go up and to the right. But now there's no one to say that. There's just an, a blockchain that's got no transactions on it and a poker game. And who's going to stick around now? Right. I think deep down, if we're honest with ourselves, we would have to admit that the price of Luna, the market cap of Luna, was really a bet on Do Kwon coming up with a beautiful idea within the next few years. And also a bet on Do Kwon evading prison. He has done neither. So I'm glad that I never invested in Luna. Yeah, me too. Because if I had, I'd be a sucker. Me too. Me too. Ran. Yeah. Um, I, I commend your, your uh, resilience and your resourcefulness. Anne's created <laughs> an entire website for this fake university, Wageningen University, which is not real, but she's made an entire website in the last like 20 minutes. And that's pretty yeah. impressive. Yeah, I am impressive. I thought, I thought you already knew. <laughs> but um, I have to correct you on one thing. It's Wageningen. And I dare you to speak out loud. It's right. Very clearly. Va. Say it one more time for me. No, you <laughs> didn't. You listen. Wageningen. No, 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 no. Wageningen. Wageningen. <laughs> Almost. That's as close as we're gonna get. <laughs> So you're convinced it's it's really existing now? Well, just you you spammed it multiple times. <laughs> I did laugh <laughs> because you you, you spammed it. it. I couldn't I couldn't send a link, <laughs> but um, I finally, <laughs> it finally worked out. So it's really it's a really huge university, um, and um, it's actually um. The, 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 their main um, thing is ecosystems, um, sustainable sustainability, um, sustainable food, um, agriculture, um, and that kind of thing. So, uh, but it's a real big one. Well, it can't be that but good because it produced Dr. Murray Rudd, the worst ever economic prediction I've seen. It was 180 degrees wrong. He predicted that Luna would go up and to the right forever in a big $1,000 at least. And it went to zero. It went directly the opposite direction. So whatever they're teaching in that school is probably like it's opposite day. Everything's exactly the opposite of what's true. 
Yeah. yeah, but it, it has nothing nothing to do with financial, economic, crypto, blockchain, or whatever. Nothing, really nothing. So um, <laughs> I don't know why this guy studied particularly this study, but um, I didn't. I don't know what he did after that. But um, this study has nothing to do with finance finance at all. Well, all right. I think that now we've exposed Murray Rudd's education and just saying, you know, he, he honestly had no clue what he was talking about. And he sounded very impressive. He probably Googled it. Perhaps he had early access to chat GPT-3. Um, and that's how he <laughs> produced all of this content, because otherwise there was no way he could have done it by himself. Um, I see. I think I can see uh, Penelope trying to clear out the nest. Um, I suspect that they just mm -hmm. spammed like literally a thousand times a second. Just yeah, I think you're right. Same link. Yeah, I I kept trying, but it, it didn't didn't work. Sadly, it is sad. I will drop myself back as listener because I have nothing, nothing important to add to this conversation. No, but, but neither do we. So why why <laughs> why do we have to speak and not you? Well, because most of the things I'm saying, it's nonsense. Um, uh, so uh, why would you listen to it? <laughs> well, actually, I did something great tonight. Um, for the first time, I put my grandchild in bath. <laughs> uh, oh, this is so boring for you. But no, no, I'm just, I'm just jealous because you've never put me in the bath. Oh yeah, you're very welcome. I've got a very nice bath, um, with spring sprinklers and um, um, a very large bath. So you're very welcome to um to have a bath with me. But um, he was in bath with me for the first time in so tiny, tiny, teeny, teeny little creature with fingers like uh, one centi no not one centimeter two centimeter and you have to be so careful that he doesn't slip <laughs> to your fingers um and um it it's nature is beautiful i can't say anything more than that it's it's just beautiful and um i had a very great time <laughs> so that's what I want to share with you. But besides that, um, I've not got nothing important technically or uh, mm. about Dokon or about blockchains or crypto or whatever. Yeah. How how do you think we can get we can save Dokon? Well, um, the first thing is it is it really clear that it's him? Um, personally, I can't tell, but I can't tell the difference between any, any Asian people. So I don't know. <laughs> okay. So if it's true that it's really him, um, and he's been arrested, that doesn't say anything yet because he first have to be, um, questioned and, um, whatnot. And if we, if we look at how, how, how much time spent the SEC about the Ripple case? I, th I think more than three years. So, um, if it will go in 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 that kind of 
uh, time frame. Um, same thing with Dokwon. And I think <laughs> we don't have to worry about anything for um, the near future. But well, that's me. But uh, we can um, we can um, we can try to escape him. Um, make a rope from blankets and throw it over the wall so he can climb out of his prison. That's one thing we can do. Um, or maybe um, buy a helicopter, flew over the prison um, and throw a ladder down so he can climb up. Um, what else can we do? Um, um, we can pray. We can pray, yeah, we can pray. Although I don't believe in um, in God, so I have to pray to something else. But yeah, yeah, sure, we can pray. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, <laughs> that's about it. I don't know anything else. I'm so sorry. I have to watch more movies. Yeah. Well, I I feel sad for everyone who's invested in Luna over the last few years and being caught up in this scam and fraud. I think this is the nail on the coffin. I think being arrested is the ultimate sign of guilt. And I think many of you now who hold Luna need to accept that you supported the scam loudly. And it's probably the time to sell and buy Flex instead. This is probably the correct path of action for you if you have any spine left. So th- that's that's my perspective on on the matter. Um, I think that I tried to warn people, they didn't listen, and now reality has caught up with them. You can choose to lie to yourself for a long time, but the law, the justice system, the enforcers will catch up with you eventually. That happened to Dokon, and it will happen to you too. So you get whatever you deserve. Karma is real. Any negativity you support, any scam you support, will find its way back to you. It will find its way back to you and slap you in the face. That will be your karmic retribution. I think crypto is like the the ultimate karmic hamster wheel. If you do something evil, if you support an evil project, you are sure to lose everything down the line, or the police will turn up at your door. There's no avoiding that. So, you know, I, I, I feel sorry for you, but at the same time, you got what you deserve. I'm just glad that personally I never invested in this scam coin. Hey, Bruce, can you hear me okay? Yep. I've got a surprise for you, Penelope. It's Sefi. He's here. You can't see him, but he's here. Bruce, can you hear me? Yep. I feel like a blind man who, and like, it's like uh, I'm a blind grandfather, and my son and daughter are like pushing their my grandson towards me like feel him feel his hair what's he what is he like <laughs> that is a nice surprise welcome sefi i didn't know you were here no, but can you hear me okay and is there something wrong with the space no. where it's like there's this like article and covering everybody's faces yeah it's um it's a thing okay no. it's, di- it's difficult to deal with it's for legal purposes it's for legal purposes yeah, of course. Um, yeah, so what's the subject at this point? Well, well, the subject is, I believe, those individuals who are feeling guilty and they're having daddy issues, 
uh, only the Lord can save them and they should repent and seek for light because the daddy is in a jail now. And if they want to be guided in a right path, only God can help this point. Uh, would you like to lead us in a, maybe like a mantra or something to mm. uh, uh, disillusion everybody of their sins? Maybe Bruce can do this. I, I don't feel like doing mantras tonight just because I can't see you all. And in many ways, the, the art of spiritual transmission is in the direct soul-to-soul -soul con uh, connection between the eyes. I, I don't think I can do that. I don't know who I'm, who I'm chanting to. I need to look at people. Um, I think at some point we have to confess the, the little game we've been playing here, um, Penelope, Seppi. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of gotten a bit out of hand, actually. I'm a bit worried. Like, Reuters are on this. Of, I mean, everyone surely has noticed, I can't believe they haven't, that the, the pictures of Doe AI-generated, right? Like, he wasn't actually arrested. This is all, all mid-journey. Like, this is not a real story. We, we, created, we created a fake account like uh, some Belarusian official, like what, what arrested him for, for holding a fake passport? Like what? Obviously, this doesn't make any sense. Uh, so I, I just did you know he was he, he was that tall? I thought all oh, <laughs> all people from um, China and Japan were, f were very little, but he's he's really tall. Well, he's from neither China all, nor the, all the policemen were were very little. <laughs> Possibility, but he's, that's, that's why he's it took really like tall. 17 police to apprehend him and take him down, right? He's a pretty strong <laughs> character. Strong. Yeah. He's been bulking. His bench has increased 2x in the last six months. He's extremely strong. So it is, it is surprising. And um, I was surprised. Although too. I would say he ears, I, I don't know if he should be doing that much weightlifting when he's pregnant. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, Doe Do kind of let himself go a little bit there. Maybe it was the stress of being a fugitive, <laughs> having a newborn. Um, pretty rough times. How old is the kid? Yep. The kid must be over a year old now, actually. The kid is 30 now. 30 years old, yeah. Yep, seems like with looking at his anatomical structure of his body it seems like he probably does not belong in that korean gene pool it could be that he probably was fused in a test tube that's why he sounds so arrogant oh you think his arrogance was genetically bred into him maybe through perhaps some viking blood or something could be could be sifi hmm possible anything's possible The South Koreans are pretty, uh, and like even the Taiwanese, they're pretty mechanical about these sorts of things. Maybe this sort of thing is happening in South Korea already. Maybe he's been bred with like uh, perhaps uh, ancient DNA that they dug up somewhere and like, I don't know, like some sort of superpowers or something. Is he originally born in South Korea? Oh, um, at this point, maybe what could we possibly? We can't believe anything, right? Like we have no idea. I think it's well documented that he moved to South Korea because it's a 
a tax haven and a, a safe haven from US regulators. Yes, but is he was he already also born there? Well, you've heard him speak. I, I no. mean, he's got an American accent. He's American. Hmm. He was he was born in Atlanta and went to college at Stanford. And then reverse immigrated into South Korea because it's a better tax haven for crypto stuff. Hmm. Okay. There's the elephant in the room here. Uh, Shouldn't they maybe arrest some Stanford professors in this this debacle? Like, right? I mean, like they taught him these shenanigans and uh, they taught him to tell us everything was perfectly safe, which is what he did, right? So... Didn't that... didn't Fat Montero say you should be the next one arrested, Sethi? Yeah, that was interesting. I was like, that's a that's a fun thought. Do you agree with him or do you disagree? Uh, disagree with who? Uh, with him? Fat Montero. Well, no, I guess that's possible. Maybe I should, like. Yeah, I'm the half the time I don't know what he's talking about. Like, I like was he kind of wounded or maybe like beaten but with a baseball bat by doquan like what is what why does he care about him anyway are we still like have you guys figured that out yet like did he touch him in the wrong places maybe he's like a buddy at stanford and like maybe he didn't share in the glory of terror with him or something like what's his uh what's his problem yeah, think maybe it's like, an- like maybe like doquan is like mark zuckerberg and fat man terror is like the vin- the wrinkle boss twins right and he, Fat Man Terror, was the guy who came up with the algorithmic stablecoin idea, but then then Doquan made it and cut him out. Yeah, it's like he's a funny character, but like, you know, if you've been, uh, like, let's say talking about Bitcoin or like anything for like the last, you know, 10, 15 years of like, you know, you're, you're, the odds that you were called a scammer hundreds of times is pretty high. Which you know it's pretty common, like Ponzi this, Ponzi that. So like everything, everything in crypto is like theoretically like Ponzi like, right? So like all these kind of claims these people make, it's like Jesus Christ, did you put too much money in, and like now you went broke, or did he fire you from TFL? Like who is this guy? He's just a weird character. And why does he use the voice changer thing? And why does he talk to Lara Shin? Like what benefit does he have exactly? So I think he probably has had a short position. He claimed he didn't, but I think he did. The raw, being... the raw emotion of his, I've been waiting for this moment for, for so long. Post was just ridiculous. It's um, it's very auto-generated that stuff. Sefi, I must notice though, when you talk a fat man, you're being very defensive, which makes me think you're guilty. Um, probably but I, so. But yeah, I think, probably am. Yeah, I, I think so. But that's okay because you're my friend, and I let my friends do anything. But I think Fat Man, all of his content feels extremely like AI generated. The whole lot. It's very interesting. <laughs> it's almost like um, when I first experienced it, it was like I kind of recognized it because I reckon I could do the same. And I reckon that if I woke up one day, I wouldn't be surprised if on my computer was the login to the Fat Man account. And I just like had a weird sense of amnesia about doing the whole thing. And in fact, it was all me. Yeah, these grifters come and go. Like, if it hadn't been for my family and throwing in a bunch of money, like, God knows, like, you know, probably Apple wouldn't be where it is today, for example. So, like, 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 I don't give a fuck what people think. Like, we've certainly, like, 
spent quite a bit of money in the tech space and investing and everything else. So it's like, these things don't bother me too much. Like, what else is new? Some, some things fail, right? It's just how it goes. Anyway, interesting either way. Steffi, did you just claim that Apple would have failed if you didn't invest in it? Yeah. He's been very defensive about this fact, yeah. I think. <laughs> like, we, we, uh, yeah, like, uh, at the time, well, we don't have to get into all that story, but yeah, there's a lot of interesting, like, background to that. Like, I've been around since a while. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, like, like, in other words, like, let's say you guys didn't, and nobody in uh, the Terra uh, community bought any Luna, for example. We wouldn't be having this conversation, right? So, like, all of the early people that bought the thing and, like talked about it, everything else that has a role in it going up. Sure. But like, that's true of any investment, right? It's true of like stocks or whatever it is. So like, it depends on how much contribution you make there. It's like, that's your contribution to that thing. So if you like Bitcoin, for example, and you buy it, well, guess what? You're pumping the fucking thing. And then if you talk about it, you're doing it again. Right. So like, it's just part of the whole process of how these things work. But uh, yeah, when these things are early and they're really small market cap, yeah, it very much makes a big difference whether or not you put money into these things or not, right? So it's like flex, same thing. You need like people who like really believe in the thing and want to buy it for whatever reason and hold it, and they, they don't they don't dump on on people and stuff like that, right? So. <laughs> that man posted posted something one minute ago. Shall I read it? Oh, what did he say? Uh, he says, uh, uh, oh, it's a reaction to Alex Horshaw. Uh, Alex says, does anyone else find it dishonest that Fatman Terra has been pontificating uh, this, long, this long about Terra without disclosing his association with class action lawsuit against DFL, from which he stands up directly benefit, to, to directly benefit. And then Fatman says, what association would you like me to disclose? As I've, as I've been stated and posted about many times, I'm a plaintiff. I'm a plaintiff. What's a plaintiff? In a lawsuit against Do Kwon. That's no secret. Okay, so he, lo he, he, he lost money. Okay, I get it. Yeah, okay. okay. Victim restitution is kind of the whole point of all this. Yeah, so like he probably lost a lot of money. Otherwise, why would he be like so worried about this sort of thing, right? So it's like, like he's like uh, basically going on this. This he's always been on this tirade because he's probably just like got got killed in terms of like overinvesting or whatever. And um, so like yeah, he got like sucked into the anchor hype or whatever it was. Then next thing you know, he's like blaming like Do Kwan for like you know whatever but it is what, that is wrong what, with what, his money. But what does the word pain? Did plaintiff mean? It means he's like one of the people in the lawsuit that uh, like is suing like Terraform Labs or whatever, and he would gain money if like they won or something like that. But mm, okay, yeah, it's like you're thank suing you. a company. You're the you're a plaintiff in the in the court case. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Anyway, the whole thing's interesting. Like the the Montenegro thing. I'm like, wait, what's he doing over there? And why is he like? Why is he using these fake documents to travel to where? And um, I don't know. Wonder where you get like. It's pretty hard to fake those things nowadays, too. By the way, like for him to travel on an airplane or whatever it is he was trying to do. I don't know. Uh, Bruce, uh, you didn't get him proper documents or what? Like, I, I reckon Doquan. Or did you? 
He must or have did been you, or did betrayed you give by him, someone. Or did you purposely give him like documents to get him caught? I think like he wasn't he wasn't working hard enough at building up Luna or whatever, so you, you betrayed him. I think everyone can agree that he turned his back on the Lunk community. Oh, that for sure. Yeah. He turned his back and despite being asked to return and do the right thing and help the Lunk community, he refused. So You think Natty Pat us, had a Natty Pat may have had a hand in this then? A number of us organized the holocracy to take him down. And we succeeded today. So I'm happy. Did you read the um, New York Times article? It quoted like a source close to Do Kwan, who he'd like said specific things to, like, oh, I've spent more time thinking and not enough time coding or something along those lines. Uh, I wonder if that's the same person that gave him up to the police. Mm, what do you mean? But he's always said that stuff. That was one of the, the things he said in like the interviews and stuff. Was he's, he's, he spent like a long time speaking when he should have been coding or whatever. Is that what you meant? I think, I, I think it, no, he meant like recently. Oh, he said, like, um, oh, I've been doing too much time thinking and not enough coding or something. There was a couple of quotes and it, like they were attributed to source close to Doquan. And I was like wondering who that could be. And I'd imagine like, because there were a couple of quite specific comments, I, I wonder if you like would be able to pin down exactly. Who oh, let are. me um, let me read it now. But um, yeah, Chris Armani's FBI. But Ryan, I thought he was caught by trying to get to do to Dubai, and that he's actually caught per accident. Or am I wrong about that? That it was just a control, um, and that he tried to flew to Dubai, and that um, um, by checking his passport, they identified him. They caught him. So it says the sources say that he was literally on the plane, on the tarmac, on a private plane, ready to fly to Dubai. Um, and and then the, the the like the plane was raided just before it was about to take off, basically. Which is kind of weird way of doing it. Yeah, I reckon he was betrayed by someone close to him because I think he had. Yeah. Uh, so then the, the message in the in the uh, New York Times and in the the other one, the other big one, is wrong because they are saying they are saying something else. Oh yeah, they're saying that he had fake documents. Um, but he was but at the time he got arrested, he was on the plane. You can imagine that he told the pilot, take off, you motherfucker. And the pilot locked the door and was in on the snitch. <laughs> yeah, he um he took away Doe's nunchucks and his um all of his equipment he usually uses to defend himself. He might have even intoxicated Doe with some sort of poisoned whiskey and then locked the doors and uh, 50, uh, where was it? Belarus? I don't even remember. Wherever they were, Romanian, Belarus, all the same. Uh, they, the SWAT and the army came in and surrounded the plane and uh, Doe thought, look, either I can fight all of these guys because he, he could pretty try, but he said, 
you know, for his kid. That's it. That's enough. So he he calmly looked down at the at his armrest, flicked the button, the kill switch, the, that he has in all places at all times, everywhere he goes, especially on his private. It's a bit like um, Air Force One. It's called Doe Force One, Lunk Force One. And he pressed the kill switch. And as soon as he did that, he de- decentralized Luna forever. And there was no turning back. So that was uh, essentially what happened. That's what I read in Reuters, but I don't know if that's true. Here's the quotes from the New York Times article. Um, he told an acquaintance that he aimed to make his coin one of the 10 most valuable cryptocurrencies without linking it to a stable coin, according to a person familiar with his thinking. And then the second quote was... Um, Hang on, what, can you link the post the article or something? Or DM it to me. I'll DM it to you. And then the other one was something he said... Oh. Privately, he confided that he was having a midlife crisis and that he was spending too much time thinking and not enough time coding, according to the person familiar with his thinking. I'm looking at an article on the New York Times from today. Is that what you're looking at? doesn't seem to have quotes. Search familiar with his thinking in the article. I've also DM'd it to you. Yeah, I got it. Was he on his way to see Kylan Zoo in Dubai? Um, there's a story about that, but I have to tell you privately. <laughs> or was he on his way to ETH Dubai? <laughs> Can you imagine? He was definitely on his way to Dubai, but I reckon that the reason he fled was because he was probably betrayed by somebody because it was claimed that he had protection in many ways. So I wonder what happened. It was like he, it was almost like he was, because um, I guess this was a private airport and he just turned up and got on the plane, right? So who would know? You're talking like someone who knew that probably turned on him or was paid off by someone. Yeah, he's got some real biblical vibes or like mafia vibes. I was imagining Doe on the plane with like sunglasses on, whiskey in hand, maybe a cigar on the go. And then all of a sudden, raided by the Montenegrin police. Yeah, I wonder where his um, family, his wife and kid are as well, because it sounds like he was alone, interestingly. Uh, they would have taken them all, right? Um, can anybody uh, get up the, the, um, the article from Bloomberg? Because um, <laughs> I have to pay to read it. And I already already read it, but I can't read it again. And that's an all, all, whole other story. Um, it's not on a private jet. It's just on a normal airplane. And then he, he was caught during um, while he was checking in. So that's a total different story. It's on Bloomberg. I'm pretty sure that story is wrong. Sorry? I said I'm pretty sure that's not correct. Okay. They had like the 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 best source that I saw was that so the person who filmed I don't know if you saw there was a video of him uh coming out of the mm-hmm. Montenegrin jail. Like the mm-hmm. person who filmed that and posted it, I think work I think they work for Defy Llama. 
um, who also point who also had like an article with quite a lot of details um, that was posted by a like a like a local sort of Serbian or Montenegrin journalist. So, and that had all these details of like how it went down. And uh-huh. That feels like a, probably a, a, an accurate story. And where where can I read this story, or where is it is it posted anywhere? Um, I'll try and find it. Okay, thanks. Man, I can't deal with this space with the weird fucking stuff. I can't bear not to see you all. It's horrible. Sefi actually snuck out without saying without saying goodbye. Mm, that makes me want to kill it. Should I kill it? Murder it. Strangle it to death. I'm going to kill it because I'm upset. By whom? By myself, mainly, because I'm a little girl now and I'm allowed to Ah, oh, do you need a cuddle? No, just need to go and cry. Okay. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Penelope Picklebottom hosting a space dismissing all false allegations of previous associations with Doquan. Recorded on Friday, March 24th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. If you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support now. Waking up like a basement dweller Stepped out the door and heard racist yelling 2020, what an ugly shit show Staring at the fucking Rick Roll from the get-go Looking outside, the whole state's on fire The fuck do you expect when you embrace the liars And replace the writers with AI just like us Emaciated models killing bright birds First in, last out, picture me rolling The worst time to cash out, so what you holding? The Burks gonna cash cow, country stolen Drooling over chicken like the goose is golden Trying to be so full Spitting that molten Lava from the bottom of the caldera I'm hot and gonna put it in a bottle And offer it to the god who hit the gas full throttle Blasting off in a rocket There are many people who will, will see things happen to them That are in their favor So someone's looking over me that's a, that's a fascinating phenomenon When that happens And analyze those situations, what you find is, is that we as humans simply have a profound inability to understand statistics and probability. Stitching these writings, living that life like, who would have guessed you turn out this nice, right? Avoiding stress, that's the motherfucking secret. Print that shit on a motherfucking leaflet. I'm just an asshole hooked on the bricks. Looking at the rectangles, damn they kinda thick. We've gone through a whole lot of kings here. Cutting off heads just to bring cheer Getting all fired up, Tiger King, line them up When you'd give an arm and a leg just to try the junk On some first time buyer's luck Alexa, set a reminder and remind me to buy a bunch And put your hands up if you fuck this year And keep them in the air if you're picking up the spare And put your mask on just to go outside Looking at the planet about to downsize So climate change will not make Earth to reach her left elbow. Is that 
takes out all of New York City and basically every other coastal city that we've spent thousands of years building uh, in the, since the dawn of civilization. Channel Spaces. <laughs>